Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for shrugging to some cops? We'll get into that in a bit, but first. Am I the jerk for abandoning my daughter on vacation? My wife and I have always dreamed of celebrating our 40th anniversary with a luxurious vacation. Just the two of us, reliving the romance of our early years. We had it all planned out for years now, and were excited beyond words. Enter our adult daughter, Jane. Jane and her husband got wind of our plans, and promptly invited themselves and their two children, 9-year-old female, 5-year-old male, along. I originally put my foot down and told them this trip was just for us, which upset her some, but my wife has a hard time saying no to Jane, as she's the youngest of our children and our only daughter, and she didn't want to hurt her feelings, so she reluctantly agreed to let them join. I wasn't thrilled about it at the time, but I wanted to make my family happy, and I knew my wife was also okay with the idea of a family trip. Even if she was heartbroken, we wouldn't get our romantic trip. We went along with it. The place we were originally going was not child-friendly, so we changed course and decided on an all-inclusive family-friendly resort. We paid for the resort and our grandchildren's plane tickets. Jane and her husband only had to pay for their own airfare. Here's where things get complicated. As the vacation got closer, I started having a change of heart. I realized that our 40th anniversary was a -a once-in-a-lifetime milestone and I wanted to honor it in a way that was true to our original plans. My wife and I might not be able to afford a trip like this again for quite some time, and it's something we always wanted to do. So, without consulting anyone, I switched our tickets last minute to go to the romantic destination that my wife and I had originally planned for. I didn't tell Jane or her husband. I didn't even tell my wife until the day before our flight left, which was a day before Jane's flight left for their vacation. It wasn't an easy decision and I feel guilty about it, but I wanted our 40th anniversary to be the special, intimate celebration we had always hoped for. We called Jane after we landed to tell her, and she was extremely upset to say the least. She seemed of the idea that we were going to look after our grandkids so she and her husband could have alone time, and now that I abandoned her, they would have to do it all themselves. I hung up on them when my son-in-law started shouting, and my wife and I enjoyed the rest of our trip. They came back the same day we did but have not answered any of our texts, and Jane seems to be ignoring me. My wife told me she vastly preferred our trip to the family trip we would have taken, but she still doesn't like how Jane is mad at us and wants me to apologize. I'm not sure I want to after learning Jane and her husband were using us for free babysitting and a free trip, but I feel like I should just to keep the peace. Am I the jerk for changing our trip destination last minute? and leaving Jane and her family to fend for themselves? I mean, at the worst of it, you left them to go with their kids, their family unit, to a nice vacation spot, but I do think OP's still slightly the jerk, just for going down the road of, I told nobody except my wife the day before we left. At that point, regrets or not, you had committed to going on this trip with them? It would have been much better if you decided when you had cold feet or you decided that you wanted to go on that original plan to just be honest and truthful enough to say so. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for cutting support for my partner's family out of our budget if she becomes a stay-at-home mom? 
My partner, we're not married or going to get married, and I have been together for four years and have a son who's five months old. Her employer has a very generous maternity leave of six months, so she still has one more month of full pay remaining before she has to go back. We are currently dual income, and the agreement before having a kid was that we would remain a dual income household, and she would go back to work after her leave, and we would put our son in daycare near our home. My friend's kids go there, and it seems to be excellent. Despite the daycare seemingly being a great fit, my partner is having cold feet about going back to work. She wants to put in her two weeks notice upon return and become a stay-at-home mom. I never really wanted this situation because the thought of being a sole earner has always been very stressful to me, but she is really wanting this. Now my partner's family is mostly back in South America, and she's been sending them money on a monthly basis for as long as I've known her, anywhere from $500 to $2,000 a month. While figuring out if we can make things work on just my income, we're putting together a budget. I've stated that I will agree to her staying home, but I won't be sending her family income for my paycheck every month or at all. I work overtime most weeks, and I refuse to work overtime just to send the money out of the country. If I'm not going to benefit from the extra work, I'd rather just have more time to relax and be with my son. My partner says this is unfair as her family is very important to her, and she's saying I'm being the jerk about it, as I should have known that supporting her family would always be a part of her life. And by having a kid with her, I basically signed up for that. Am I the jerk for putting my foot down and refusing to ever send the money if she's not contributing to the household income? Since people keep bringing the topic up, I'm adding that we're not in a state that recognizes common law marriage or palimony, and we're not going to get legally married. Personally, I can't blame OP here. I don't think OP's the jerk. I think it's very reasonable that if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and continue sending $500 to $2,000 a month to their family, it's going to have to come from somewhere that she's ideally generating. Unless OP's making loads of money, it's just not really reasonable, is it? Our next story is, am I the jerk for choosing my son's friends over family? I have a 16-year-old son, Nate. He's been in this friend group of five, including him, since they were about eight years old. We're white and so are two of the other boys, but one is Middle Eastern and another is South Asian. This is relevant. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It was Thanksgiving the other day, and the two boys that aren't white don't celebrate the holiday, so I always invite them to ours. They usually come, and it's always great for the boys, especially since Nate's cousins are either much older or much younger. Like the past few years, I invited them and they both came. My mom also brought her new boyfriend. I've met him before, and he seemed fine. He saw the boys in the living room and immediately went, Now I know those two young men aren't yours. I explained to him that they're Nate's friends. He whispered something to my mom, but she just walked away. 
Okay, whatever. He stood by the boys the whole time, but they didn't seem to care and made conversation with him. I relaxed and left to do something. 20 minutes later, Nate comes up to me saying that grandma's boyfriend is being weird. So I go see what's happening, and he's interrogating the other boys about their true intentions with Nate and the rest of us. One of the boys jokingly goes, dang, you caught us, which sent him spiraling. I interrupted and dragged him to the kitchen where I told him that he needs to leave. He was being pretty racist. He was surprised, and I'm sure he was expecting me to at least give him another chance. But I've read enough stories to know that he'd say something even crappier later. Besides, I care about those boys way more than I care about him. He called my mom over and she begged me to give him another chance. She'll make sure he keeps his mouth shut. I told her I'm sorry, but I couldn't care less. She got extremely upset and said I should just send the boys home if they're so uncomfortable. Plus, it's a family holiday. I just shrugged, but she got annoyed and said if he leaves, she leaves too. I did hesitate, but ultimately decided she can leave too. Mom didn't take that well and said her boyfriend was just saying what they were all thinking and it's about time those boys stopped infiltrating our family time. They left and I was still fairly confident until one aunt and her daughters said that it's true that they, and others, don't like that these two boys are at every Thanksgiving slash sometimes Christmas and it's a little suspicious but it's not a race thing. They said it was pretty terrible of me to choose random teenage boys over family, but I told them they were welcome to leave as well, and they shut up. I don't know if that's what I'm doing, but apparently many of them feel this way. Am I the jerk for choosing these boys over family? Mom won't talk to me either. I don't understand why all of these people are acting like this. I think it's honestly a pretty normal thing that if somebody doesn't celebrate it with their family or... Honestly, they just have a better time celebrating with another family that people join. Even if these people in their heart-to-hearts are not being racist, they're being incredibly intolerant all the same. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for losing my temper with my parents and sister and telling them she should just take everything I have, including my clothes, since she deserves it all so much? I'm 16-year-old male, and I have a sister who's 14-year-old female. My sister was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia when she was six, and she had ongoing medical needs for five years. She's been healthy for the last three years and returned to normal. My parents put me on the back burner in a major way, and they were not there for me. I was either bounced around to different family members, or I was left alone. My birthday was forgotten a few years, and Christmas was about her, and I was asked to put the effort into making sure she had all the gifts and joy she could get, because it could be her last. I was miserable, and I know none of us were happy, but I really felt like I was basically there as a prop to try and cheer her up sometimes. She would ask for stuff, and they would move heaven and earth to get it, and sometimes it was stuff I had. Before she got sick, my parents had bought me this beanbag chair for my room that was probably more expensive now that I think about it, and they gave it to her. When I brought home a treat from school, they would ask or tell me to give it to my sister to cheer her up, and sometimes she would ask for it. When I didn't bring something home for a while, they would ask me if I ate it like it was some crime I committed. We went to see Santa for a few years after she was sick, and I got a better cheap toy that we swapped because I couldn't have something a little nicer than her, which meant I got stuck with a lot of jewelry making kids or sparkly pink stationery kits. Last Christmas, I got clothes while she got a new phone and switch skin. I turned 16 in June, and I'd saved to buy a gaming laptop. 
It was a lot of saving my wages and buying nothing, but I really wanted it. My two best friends decided to forego buying me something and gave me money to get it, and they came with me to pick it up. Last week, my parents and sister were in the living room when I got home from school, and my parents told me my sister wanted to play games with her friends. Computer games. And they thought that since I had a gaming laptop, I could just give it to her, since it would make more sense than going out and buying a new one. When I didn't answer right away, they were like, Oh, well, of course, you could always share it between you. And I lost it. I started yelling and cursing. I told them, of course she should freaking have it, and why the freak not? I walked into my room and took my clothes and said she should have all that too. I said, why not take my bed and give it to her as well? Then pointed out she had a new bed and my bed was 12 years old. I told them to take everything I own since she deserves it all and I don't deserve crap because I never got sick as a kid. My sister didn't say a word and my parents were shocked, but then they were pretty ticked with me and asked me what the heck I was behaving like that for. Things have been tense since, though I still have my laptop. Am I the jerk? I don't blame OP. To me, it almost sounds like OP kind of bottled this up a lot longer than they should have, just judging from the fact that they seemed kind of bewildered by OP's blow up, but also didn't even press OP on it. Like, you would think parents like these, if OP described them as they were, would be taking it and trying to justify it, but when OP blew up, they just let OP keep the laptop. I mean, OP's still just a kid. I don't blame them if they didn't, like, express how terrible this makes them feel all this time. But they're definitely not the jerk in this situation regardless. This next story is, Am I the jerk for not allowing my niece and nephew to swim in a lake with their cousins because of how afraid I am of open water? So before I get into this, I know I was wrong. I know I acted irrationally. I know I probably need some intense counseling. I guess what I'm asking is, do I deserve all the anger that my sisters are directing at me? I have two sisters. I'm 23, they are 28, Beck, and 29, Ada. Both have kids, I don't. We planned to do a family day at a local lake yesterday. My 29-year-old sister's father-in-law got sepsis, so she had to fly out and asked me to take her two kids to the lake. I said sure, and I'm also staying at her house until she gets home. This was badly worded. I wasn't just taking them to the lake. I thought it would be okay, even though I have a massive fear of open water, or sharks specifically. It came from when we went to California as kids and I loved the ocean. Then, however the brain works, I had massive nightmares about being grabbed by sharks and I really never swam again. I can go in pools as long as I can touch and see the bottom, but a lane, pond, pool at night, etc. will leave me with a pure panic attack. We got to the lake yesterday, and I started freaking out in my head. I was okay on the outside, but on the inside, all I could envision was some sort of shark grabbing my niece and nephew, and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it, so I didn't let them swim. They cried, of course, and Beck said I was being ridiculous. I said, I know, but I can't help it. She called Ada, and she told me to let them go in the water, that Beck would be responsible for them. I agreed, but as soon as they were even dipping their toes in, I freaked out and told them no, they had to stay on the beach. Beck screamed at me and said she's just as related to the kids as I am and she's overruling me. I grabbed both kids and loaded them in the car and we left. We went to see the Taylor Swift movie and had a great time and they were happy. I came out of the movie to about 200 missed angry calls and texts for Ada and Beck about not knowing where I was. 
me not telling them where I was going while acting so irrationally, etc. I guess about an hour in, they remembered that they could check Find My. Anna saw that we were at a movie, so that calmed down, but Ada ripped me a new one when I finally called her back and made me feel like such a jerk. I tried to defend myself, but she literally told me, There's no defense for what you did today. You will never watch my kids again. Yeah, I think OP is the jerk here. If they knew they had such a big fear, they really shouldn't have tried to challenge it like that. And then they said it was okay, and then OP flipped out and took the kids to a location without telling everybody. Unfortunately, there's a number of things that went wrong here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving the room when my girlfriend was crying? Me, 34-year-old male, and my girlfriend Sally, 30-year-old female, have been together for over two years. Some background info, when I was a child, I went through an incredibly traumatic event. Due to this trauma, I cannot stand the sound or sight of people crying. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If someone just sniffles a bit and has a couple tears, then I'm okay. However, if someone breaks down sobbing, it can cause panic attacks and flashbacks. Sally is fully aware of this, but she never really seemed to take it seriously. She's not a very emotional person, so this fact has never caused an issue until now. A few days ago, Sally came over to my house unannounced. She frantically told me that her beloved dog of 13 years passed away. She then started heavily crying and latched onto me for support. I completely froze, pushed her off of me and told her that I can't be around her right now. I went into the bathroom and sat on the floor in order to calm down. Sally continued to cry and scream at me through the door and called me a scumbag. She then left and is currently giving me the silent treatment. I feel like a horrible partner because I wasn't there when my girlfriend needed me, but I don't mean to be inconsiderate. Am I the jerk? If she knew beforehand that this is a very real thing, I mean OP said that they are fully aware of that, then hopefully they can come to forgive you and maybe if something in the future happens they will have the wherewithal to not have to try to force this support on you. I get it, losing a beloved dog is honestly one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. They wanted support, but you explained yourself fully. What happened doesn't make OP the jerk in my eyes. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my husband miss his best friend's wedding? I, 37-year-old female, and my husband, 32-year-old male, expect our first child in the next few months. It has taken us a long time to get here, as I struggled with infertility issues, so while the pregnancy was wanted, it was a surprise when it occurred. My due date falls a week before my husband's best friend's wedding, two hours away from where we live. My husband is the best man. When I mentioned to my husband he likely couldn't attend, he didn't seem to understand. I told him how it was still too far out to know, but there was a real possibility I would be waiting for labor to begin, in active labor, or just getting home at this time. I told him I didn't feel comfortable with him being that far away in any of those situations, but he seemed to take it as a joke. He's made comments about getting a private jet back if I go into labor that day, 
or just sending his mom over to help me if I'm a few days postpartum. I understand this is an important event to him, but with the unknown, I am not comfortable confirming he can go at this point, and I'm looking for reassurance he understands that. I understand I could likely go into labor early, giving a long enough window I would feel more comfortable with him leaving me for a period of time, 8-ish hours, returning back and not staying over, but that's the only situation I see that's possible for him to attend. Clarity, I'm not trying to say he can't go 100%, I'm asking him to understand there are very real situations that mean he may not be able to go, whether the baby is here or not. Pregnancy complications would void the idea he could go if the baby is here. Doctor saying, baby's coming any day, or you are high risk, would void him being able to go if baby isn't here. No signs of labor on that day. Early delivery where I would be home and settled for a weekish with other support. Completely okay. It just seems like I'm being forced to shoulder the burden and the anxiety of a very complicated situation versus having my feelings validated that we may not know what's going to happen now but there needs to be a real yet flexible plan. Clarification, the wedding date is five days after my due date and first time moms usually go longer than 40 weeks. Response, I think all the comments here are helping me to get to my perspective and I've selected poor language in my original post. It's not really the logistics here for me or if it should be two days before he can go or two days after. It's the willingness and emotional support to figure out the best plan. Do I think my needs are higher than his best friend's? Yes, but I understand reading these comments that that also may minimize my husband's needs. This might make me sound like more of the jerk, but I'm just looking for reassurance that he understands and wants to prioritize me, especially if there are ways I can still see it working. I agree I should not have come at it from the place of no that was dictated by fear and trying to control the unknown, which is my responsibility. I just feel like there's a lot of anxiety going on in this situation. I think it's just coming from a place of you don't want to feel abandoned. You don't want to feel like you're going to pop any second and they're just going to go, all right, see you later. So I get where OP is coming from. Maybe some people would say it's overbearing or unhealthy, but I think it's fair for OP to want to feel a lot of reassurance that they've got plans, counter plans if necessary. You know, just feeling supported. Our next story is... Am I the jerk for skipping my brother's funeral? I, 28-year-old female, live about a three-hour drive away from my hometown. My brother, I'll call him George, 25-year-old male, was disabled, mentally and physically challenged. My parents prioritized him and ignored me for my entire life. For instance, in addition to the fact that they were never there for me emotionally, they also missed countless softball games, parent-teacher meetings, concerts where I'd be playing my cello with an orchestra, and even my high school graduation. Almost all of it was because George had a complication and needed to be taken to the hospital. I left home for college and never came back. They would only ask me to return on special occasions like Christmas or my birthday, but I never came back. So we have an almost non-existent relationship. They know almost nothing about my life. George passed away three days ago. My parents have been calling me, asking me to come to his funeral and be there for my brother and family. They also asked me to visit when they learned he was critically ill. Then and now, I said I won't make it and I told them to go on without me. My mother told me she was disappointed in me and said I was making a huge mistake in being disrespectful to my brother's memory. My girlfriend, 27-year-old female, also said I may be acting too emotionally and that I may feel better after the funeral and having closure. 
Would I be the jerk if I skipped this funeral altogether? I just think OPs clearly made a choice at some point in their lives that these people aren't a part of their life. They just have no interest with how they were brought up and what they experienced to have that connection, to have those relationships. And I feel like just what OP's doing here is just consistent with how they've been for a long time now. Whether OP went or didn't go, I don't think that would make them the jerk or not the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not replacing my cousin's gift card after I played a trick on her? I have a cousin, 16-year-old female, called M. M has said that she thinks getting clothes or school supplies as gifts is terrible. Everyone in our family knows that not to buy her things like this. Her 16th birthday was coming up, and I decided to give her a $300 Sephora gift card. Unfortunately, the store said to pick an amount between $10 to $250. So I got one $50 card and one $250 card. I bought a pair of cute fuzzy socks and put the $250 gift card in it. I put that in a cute gift box, and I placed the $50 card on top. Her party was just for her friends, so I dropped her off a present a week before the party. A few weeks after the party, my aunt called me to chat about something. I asked if M liked my gift, and my aunt said that she did. I started to say things like, she can get a whole new skincare routine, and my aunt said, $50 would not buy that much. I laughed and told her about the other gift card in the sock. She was surprised and thanked me for my generosity. I got a call from her a few hours later saying M gave the socks to her sister, S, 13-year-old female. S used the gift card to buy stuff. She had other gift cards and her mom thought she was using those. My aunt said the money was gone and she was going to ground S and ask me to replace the card. She said just to not get S anything for her upcoming birthday. I only gave M two gift cards since it was her 16th birthday. Normally, I gift $50 gifts. I told her no, I couldn't afford it. She said I had to or it would ruin the girl's relationship. M found out about the gift card and is angry at S. I refused and she said this whole situation is my fault for playing a stupid joke. If I didn't replace the cards, I would ruin the girl's relationship and my relationship with them. I told her she could replace it herself and she called me the jerk. Yeah, I don't think OP would be the jerk if they refused to replace this card. It's not fair for OP to be out that money. Maybe there was a small lapse in judgment that they would actually check the socks for anything. You know, maybe there should have been a card that says PS check in the socks or something. But overall, I don't blame OP. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my autistic sister to come to my birthday party? I, 15 year old female, am turning 16 soon and I'm having a pretty big party to celebrate. I have a stepsister, 16-year-old female, who's autistic. She is fairly high-functioning but very spoiled and throws tantrums whenever she doesn't get what she wants. When I was little, she would always ruin my birthday parties, so I stopped having parties with my mom's family. I usually have parties with just my dad's family and my friends. This year, I'm turning 16 so I'm having a bigger party, which my dad is mostly paying for. But I'm inviting my mom, stepdad, stepbrother and half-siblings. 13-year-old male and 11-year-old female. I'm having a party with about 90 people, and over the weekend, my grandma's gonna take me and some of my friends and cousins to their cabin in the mountains. I do not want my stepsister to come to the party or to the cabin. I know she's going to ruin it. She gets jealous whenever I get anything, and my dad's planning to gift me my dream car at the party, so I know she's gonna throw a tantrum. She always steals the attention from me, and I just don't want her there. I'm not inviting her to the cabin either. 
because it's just for my cousins on my dad's side and my friends. I'm not that close to my stepsister. Besides, we're going to hike, boat, ride horses, and do other outdoor events that I know my sister can't handle. She's going to start crying if we try and go on the water, and she can't walk further than half a mile without getting tired. Yesterday, my stepsister told me that she's really excited for my party because it's at the zoo, and she loves it there, and that she's never stayed in a cabin before. I told her that she's not invited, and she started crying and ran to her room. My mom called me an uncaring brat for not inviting her and telling her so bluntly. She said that her and my stepdad aren't coming either if she's not invited. I don't think I'm the jerk because it's my party and I don't want her to ruin it. I just can't blame OP here, especially when they know and have experienced plenty of times growing up that this person kind of sabotages their party and their experience. I'm no expert, but disability or not at 16 years old, should they still have those kinds of behaviors? Should they not be able to understand that behaving like that is wrong? This next story is, am I the jerk for shrugging, I don't know, when cops came to my dorm room door? So I, male 22, attended a university in DC with a roommate on campus, also male 22. Last night there were three of us in the room, a girl I'm talking to that spends the night sometimes, let's call her Evie, my roommate, let's call him Mason, and myself. I'm awoken at 7.16am or so by Evie and she's telling me someone's knocking at the door. I hear it and it's loud and consistent. I'm thinking, who the heck is at our door at this hour? I open the door. I see an RA and two cops standing there. They ask me my name. I answer and they ask if Mason Richardson is my roommate, all in a hurried manner. I answer yes and tell them I'll get him. I tell them someone's at the door and he'd get stressed to go open it. He asks who it is. I shrug in an, I don't know, way, mostly because I'm still shocked seeing cops at my door at this hour. He took his precious time to open the door, though, and they were aggressively knocking on the door. I'm thinking, dude, can you hurry up? And what the heck is about to happen? He opens the door. They exchange words, and I hear, mom, somewhere in there. He eventually comes back in and asks, why were you acting so scared when I asked who it was? You never seen cops before? I respond, dude, I don't know, because I'm still trying to process all that just happened. Let me add that he also has two phones, so when I see cops, I'm wondering if the reason he has them is going to come to light. Later that day, me and Evie are theorizing what the heck all that hoopla was about, and we thought his mom sent them because she was unable to contact them. Then Evie says she saw him on the phone with his mom just last night. She's somehow involved though because she came up, but we're just so confused. So today he brings it up and he tells me he was upset about me saying, I don't know, as a response, because it could have been something much more serious and that all the people he told agreed that it was fed behavior, which basically means a snitch or someone unloyal. Am I the jerk Reddit? So it seems like most people in the comments are saying that OP is the jerk because it comes down to, if you go to the door, you answer and there's cops there asking for your roommate. If you go and tell them, why would you say, I don't know, and be all panicked, rather than saying, it's the cops, they want to speak to you. I mean, I get OPs confused and under pressure. I also don't really understand why they wouldn't have said, there's cops at the door. I feel like I probably would have been like, I don't know, there were cops at the door. I think I would have at least mentioned it, but OP was under pressure. They were confused. It is a flustering thing if you've never had that happen before. I mean, that combined with all of this speculative second half of the story, maybe it was that OP wanted them to get busted. Was OP the jerk here? 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.